0: Oh, taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit, on Sit on down with, with the un-bougie, unbougie food. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit, on Sit on down down with, with the unbougie, un-bougie food. folks this is wesley wright your unbougie foodie back once again another week of talking about food food places uh recipes but i think specifically this week we're going to be talking about food places there's a number of places that are going to be opening up and i think that you're going to be really excited considering where they're going to be located but to start it off interestingly enough I had an impossible burger from Burger King. (laughs) But even before we talk about all of that, let me first thank you for tuning in because it is a wonderful Saturday. Uh, If you're having that cup of coffee or you're having your breakfast, um, thank you again for just tuning into my show. Again, you know, this is a weekly show. It occurs every Saturday at 10 a.m. right on WEQY 104.7 FM, the voice of the East Side. And... I want to encourage you definitely to follow me on Facebook and other social media areas uh, or platforms. Uh, Facebook is the unbougie foodie. Twitter is the underscore un and that's Twitter, not Twitter. Instagram, uh, it is the underscore foodie. Twitter is unbujifoodie. foodie. Uh, but from that, you can definitely catch me on. Um, my own personal website, which is com, You'll hear past episodes, but also be able to see uh, articles that I've written for a community newspaper. But let's get started with today's show. This Impossible Burger from Burger King. I'm telling you, I was, I was impressed. I really, really was, um, and you know, it's just kind of like okay. Uh, 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 they call it the impossible burger. I was a little confused. I'm serious. I uh, I think you'll you'll see pictures on um, my Facebook page. But definitely, um, I, I how do I describe this? I literally thought I was confused. Maybe they gave me an actual burger or meat. <laughs> But that wasn't the case at all. It really wasn't. Uh, I learned what the ingredients was or is for an Impossible Burger. And some of it is a little bit more molecular, (laughs) if you would. But I just thought it was really interesting. And uh, hopefully, uh, you'll you'll find it just as interesting as well. Some weeks ago, some friends or uh, individuals that I know, they are... Coco and Lala, I'll just give them a shout out. Um, I was recently introduced to them and having an opportunity to see some of their cookings online. Um, You could definitely go to their Facebook page, just look for Coco and Lala or cooking with Coco and Lala, I should say. Um, But they also encouraged folks to have uh, the Impossible Burger. They wanted to get your opinions and I didn't get a chance to reply to them, unfortunately, but... I, I'm hoping by this this will give them an opportunity or anyone else that's interested in finding out about the impossible burger if it is really good uh, how is the taste what it looks like is it really a burger or something um, so yeah I, I tell you I so I took some notes one. I gotta admit, I mean, it's very uniform. The burger is very uniform, so it's not, like, really mashed down or anything. Um, I'd say it's about, you know, because it's a Whopper. It's the Impossible Whopper, or the Impossible Whopper with cheese. I chose to have it without cheese because I didn't want it already has enough uh, condiments and so forth on it uh, in the burger itself. I didn't want to add another layer of Uh, flavor or taste that I was going to have to worry about. So I figured, let me just go ahead and have that, um, just as just the burger itself. But it was, it wasn't like, okay, it was juicy. It was flavorful. I have to admit it was flavorful. I kind of even deconstructed the burger (laughs) at first. I I lifted the bun. I wanted to see, you know, how, the the pickles or all the vegetables and condiments and everything were were replaced, not just so much for aesthetic, but um, was it to mask anything? Was it to hide a a flavor or things being burnt or whatever the case is? This surprised me. And I'm saying this to you, to audience, friends that know me. I know I'm a carnivore. And I like I like I enjoy meat I I do, and I'm not ever saying that I would never, um, go, or begin a plant-based lifestyle, especially with an option like this. But I'm just saying that this surprised me as a person that eats meat regularly, if you would. But to have this was just like wow okay so anyway i just figured you know what let me just go ahead and continue on enjoying this burger make my notes and hopefully you know get all the way to the end and feel really good about what i've what i've had because it was a plant-based meal uh but i was while i was having my burger or having my i'd say lunch I was taking notes, uh, excuse me, I went online to try to figure out what actually is the ingredients in an Impossible Burger. So uh, it definitely is plant-based, but it's soy protein, potato protein, coconut oil, sunflower oil, and heme. And I didn't know what heme was, so I had to look that up as well. And interestingly enough, it was, let me see, I think if I recall correctly they were saying that heme is iron containing molecule. That's, um, you know, this molecule is what gives your blood the ability to carry oxygen throughout your whole entire body. And heme is also when you are craving like a burger or your body is basically telling you, you need some iron. It's heme. It literally is heme. Now, of course, I had to look that information up, but at the same time, it was like, okay, um, for me personally, I know the difference when having a plant-based burger versus a a, a burger with that's made of actual meat or beef. And I say that only because I have gone, I've gone to, uh, or at least had lunch, I should say at Red Robin. And Bread Robin has, you know, wonderful vegan or impossible burgers, I suppose, if you want to say. But when it comes to me and having a beef uh, itself, um, my stomach talks to me. <laughs> I'll just I'll just put it that way. Um, it really lets me know, uh, yeah, there's something kind of wrong, <laughs> if you would. Um, but the having the like right now i had the impossible burger and it was it was really good it was flavorful it was it didn't have any type of that that I guess that achingness in my stomach, if you would, because that's what happens with me. I'm that's maybe TMI or something like that, but I'm just saying that I could definitely tell the difference. If you uh, can't tell the difference, um, you know, between when it comes down to, I guess, when you're having different types of foods or whatever, I I definitely can. When it comes down to beef, I'll say that, but. It was just really interesting in finding out the how the taste was gonna be, but wow! Um, I'm gonna have to look at some other plant-based items, and that's not to say that I haven't had plant-based items. But you know, there's uh, there's always when it comes down to like a burger, you're like, okay, is this gonna be really any good, or am I gonna be like, Ooh. <laughs> um. Is it going to taste like cardboard? Is it going to have any type of fla- real flavor to it? Um, I was impressed. I've got to say. And I i don't know why I've, I had not tried it before. Um, it, Burger King it introduced it, what, I believe August 8th, if I'm not mistaken. Or, yeah, about August 8th is when they introduced it. Again, mentioning that it was going to be a plant-based burger. And, you know, coming from Burger Camp, of, of course, anybody is going to be very skeptical and thinking, okay, really, we know you all for your burgers. Okay, your, your chicken sandwiches too, whatever. But specifically, your Charles broil burgers. And here you're going to now offer an impossible burger that is plant-based, I had my skepticisms as well. I did. But I still went ahead and uh, (laughs) I had this burger. And I was very happy that I did. So I would encourage you maybe to try it out yourself so that you could get a a feel or idea of... Is this really something that I could actually enjoy? Uh, Maybe on a regular basis... Or is it something that I am going to already prejudge and say no? <laughs> I was there, I believe, at one point, not prejudging, just to the level of, okay, uh, I'm not exactly sure about this because I know, especially because it was Burger King. But then when other places started doing it as well, it was kind of like, okay. I guess I should try this out. Hello, I am a foodie, and I should be trying this stuff out. If I don't, how am I ever going to be able to talk about it to anyone? Because no one will ever <laughs> believe me or take me incredibly as, you know, is he really a food person? Has he tried other weird stuff? <laughs> that's just what's in my head. I'm not saying that that's what people are really thinking. But, you know, hey, you really do have to try this these new things out so anyway there it is burger king you got an impossible burger and i am totally impressed Uh, possibly over the moon impressed (laughs) okay on to the next so you know have you ever wondered okay how is it that anybody is going to We have a food truck or you have food trucks all around the city Everybody can be everywhere or people are stuck at home, at work or whatnot And you're like, okay, dang it I wish I had somebody to come and deliver this food for me Well, your prayers have been answered (laughs) I found out just recently and they've opened This business or this service has been open since April Um, But I'm just finding out about it. And so I am literally sharing it with friends and people at work. They're like, what? We didn't know that such a thing ever existed. I'm like, neither did I. (laughs) Neither did I. It is called Mobile Runners LLC. Uh, They are literally a food delivery service. And they actually go. What makes this so amazing? They actually go to food trucks, get the food from the food truck. And deliver it to you. So you know the whole concept of actually going to a food truck, of course. You're going to the food truck. You're going out there. But there are so many food trucks that are, I don't know, you you can't get to, you know. And it's so hard just to leave your job and everything. <laughs> I know that's crazy to, to think of, but it's it really is hard to leave your job. Uh, and drive a half an hour away or whatever, you know, to try to get someplace. But let me tell you a little bit about more about the the Mobile Runners LLC food delivery service. Um, This is specifically for the Twin Cities and the surrounding areas. Uh, Their hours of operation are from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. And so this is how it works. First, you could either call or you could text Mobile Runners um, with your choice of restaurant and your order. Mobile Runners is then going to call in your order, uh, pay for it, and then deliver it to your uh, workplace or your home. Then they're actually going to deliver it to you. Now, the way that apparently they have it broken down, and you could find this out on, you could go to uh, their Facebook page, Mobile Runners LLC Food Delivery Service, Um, but it will give a breakdown, but here just, you know, give you some information kind of behind the scenes. Um, the delivery is like five dollars, um, you know, from, you know, from the restaurant, and then up to you know three miles, I think. Any mile after that, after the third mile, is like a dollar, you know, plus tax, of course. So honestly, it really is affordable. Uh, it really is affordable. They have contact information that you could that you could uh, call them in on. They accept credit cards, debit cards. Um, They didn't say anything about cash right now. It just seems to be credit card and debit cards. Um, And you could pay over the phone. Um, They also offer you the opportunity to make future deliveries as well. So it could be two days from now, next month. Um, They just, hey, definitely... Make a make a plan, if you would, and they will make it happen. Right now, they are actually having a special. So uh, I'm saying all of this. I'm telling you all this information because I've had an opportunity to talk with the owner. His name is Sonny Vu. Now, in having a conversation with him, you know, he was definitely explaining about his business. And we were just chatting. And he was getting to know about what I do as the Ambuji Foodie at my show. And he told me a little bit about himself. One of the first, one of the things that he told me is that he was one of the bad guys from Grand Torino, the movie. <laughs> Small world. And but after I guess his acting debut and his stint, um, he chose to do other things in life. And one of the things was a del- you know always doing some type of delivery service. Well, here he's like, well, I came to the Twin Cities and. Figured that I wanted to do, uh, make an opportunity to have food available to to everyone, no matter where they're located. Uh, but also, you know, not just by you know restaurants themselves, you know, brick and mortar. What about the ones that are are mobile, mobile kitchen units, MKUs? <laughs> um, he wanted to make every place available or every type of food available. I mean it's great how they are how this business is going to be well he's been doing it from april but interestingly enough they have a special that's running right now so starting from september 16th all the way till october 31st 2019 um on the weekdays which is monday through friday from 5 p.m to 10 p.m all deliveries are going to be five dollars and 25 cents yeah, I just gave you kind of like a serious, uh, yeah, hint or <laughs> it's very specific, you know, within, and then he said that's within the twin cities and you know, you can find out more information by again, going to their website, which is mobile runners LLC. Um, yeah. So how great is the, that deal? I mean that is a serious deal. No matter where you are within the Twin Cities, as long as you place an order during September sixteenth, um, twenty nineteen to October thirty first, Halloween, um, they'll have an you'll have an opportunity to you know have your food delivered <laughs> for less than what I'd say six uh, dollars, wherever you are in the Twin Cities. And they were saying that this is a way to actually say thank you for all the folks that are actually liking and following their Facebook page. Um, You know, they have, they're growing their business uh, more and more uh, food trucks and, you know, some brick and mortar places are actually getting in contact with them and partnering and collaborating with them too, to make their food available to anyone that, you know, would like to have food delivered, you know. It is different than all those others, Grubhub, DoorDash, Bite Squad, and so forth. And so you could find more of that information on once again, I keep referring back to their Facebook page, Mobile Runners LLC. Uh, but yeah, you know they will. He, I mean, the information is he was very detailed in the information, so I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, that promotion that he's talking about, or that I just mentioned that's some, that's a good price. And you know, I don't normally talk specifically about any type of prices. I always encourage you to go out and find it and you can find this information out there as well. Um, but that's just kind of like a really good price. Wouldn't you say? I'm like, hello, shout out to, um, Mr. Um, sunny boot. Thank you so much for, having this service available for the Twin Cities. Again, Mobile Runners LLC. And if I'm not mistaken, um, you probably are wondering well, how do I find out about the different restaurants that are available or that are participating in this? Um, There is a Facebook group, I believe that it is called Twin Cities Food Fusion. Um, Yeah, you could definitely find out more about um, all the different restaurants that are coming on board or just joining in, uh, because yeah, it's, um, this is going to take off. It really is y'all. I'm telling you, I, I, I don't think I've never seen anything like this. Um, at least not for the twin cities. Um, I th- do believe that there are other places you know, we were ju- we were chatting and he said there, there are larger uh, cities around the nation that have this Los Angeles, New York, Chicago. Um, I th- you think he mentioned what uh, someplace in Texas. Um, but anyway, just know that this is something that's new. It's a fairly new concept. Really. It started in April. There's not anyone else that's really doing anything because mo- the standard delivery food delivery um, places as you know, do not deliver, you know, or pick up from a, a food truck, and then deliver to your home. They don't. They don't even. It's not even delivered to your home. They don't even pick up from a food truck. Here, Mobile Runners is actually going to pick up from a food truck. So, okay, I'm going to give a shout out to my one of my favorite food trucks, but naming a few others too. But, uh, a Smoke Session smoke session barbecue oh my goodness if you've not had it then here's an opportunity for you to have some really great barbecue there are some other wonderful places that serve barbecue but i'm just using that as an example because that's really how i learned about mobile runners um you know on their website sessions um Page or Facebook page, they mentioned, hey, if you want some really great barbecue today and can't get out, why not try a, a mobile service that delivers from the food truck? You know, they pick up from the food truck and deliver it to you. I was like, what? Excuse me. I, I'm like, I, I must learn more. I, I have to learn more. And so that, that kind of sent me down a, a rabbit hole because I was like, oh no, I could have. I could have food delivered from a food truck, especially when, well, again, using uh, Smoke Session, they run out of, not run out, they sell out of food uh, quickly. You know, here I am at work and I'm seeing wonderful pictures of food being displayed, um, passing down my timeline. And I'm like, I can't have any of that because I'm not there. I have to, I can't leave work and then try to, no. So yeah, mobile runners, Sunny, Mr. Vu, thank you very much. This is going to like change my life and hopefully it's going to change the lives of other people as well, too. So yeah, <laughs> once again, let me give a shout out to Mr. Sunny Vu. Thank you so much for coming up with this concept of mobile runners, LLC. Oh, gosh, I, I want to remind you, Please make sure that you're checking in with me every Saturday right here on 104.7 FM WEQY, the voice of the East Side. You know, you can find out about new places to eat, food trucks, uh, food resources. Remember, this even though it is a food show, this is a show that talks about all things foods. So food justice, any type of issues about food within our communities, um, the accessibility of food within our neighborhoods um i encourage you please get in contact with me if you are a food um justice organization and you're interested in sharing or having a platform uh, about maybe a resource that you offer or trying to encourage others to use the resource that you currently have um, please feel free to get in contact with me and we'll have you on the show. Or if you'd like me to share some information, I would be more than happy to do so. This, again, is a show for the community. It is to encourage um, that everyone within the community has uh, nutritional um, avenues uh, within you know, to obtain food. You know, if not, I mean, what kind of community are we if we're not actually looking out for one another, even if it is just providing resources to a family or maybe you have excess and you have some food that you would like to share? Why not do that? But again, if you are a food organization that is focusing on making sure people have uh, food Uh, for the community or in their family, in their household, please feel free to get in contact with me by uh, sending me an email at theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com. And I'll be more than happy to reach out to you. We could definitely have a conversation. I really encourage you uh, or would love to invite you on the show so that you can actually, if there's a format or something that you would like to talk about, please feel free this is for you. So moving on, I want to actually, you know, as a person that is, I'm not always taking pictures of food. Okay, wait, I, I, I take that back. Yes, I am a person that is always taking pictures of food. I mean, c- clearly, you know, I, I'm going to use this slogan or this this saying that I've heard um, as a person that that's a foodie the camera always eats first <laughs> that seems kind of weird right but it's true you know i there are times where you, my I, me personally i don't really let my food get cold i already have my phone out ready positioning myself um having my phone on uh ready to take that that photo so by the time that they've actually set it down i'm already quickly click, clicking uh, you know, and taking the, that that shot, um, I might turn my plate. Yeah. So I, I honestly think I probably take about, I don't know, three to five minutes possibly taking photos of my food. And why, why not? Don't you want to kind of like record <laughs> your experience to a certain extent? I do. I, I really enjoy doing that. But that's just me. Uh, on the other hand, there are some chefs, or this—I'll just say—some restaurants that don't really look too kindly on that. <laughs> I mean, it's not about because when I take pictures of my food, I'm not like, okay, I've got to take pictures of my food and now I've got to Instagram it right now. Hashtag ooh, uh, yummy, uh, num num num. Uh, I know I hate that. Nom, 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 whatever, however it's, it's pronounced. But N-O-M, N-O-M. <laughs> I'm not like that. I will take pictures of my food so that later on I could then, in my own leisure, you know, post something. I don't feel that it's necessary to do it right immediately, right then and there. Because then, yes, your food is definitely going to get cold. You're never really going to experience the trueness of, you know, some dishes you have to have hot or, or or warm or at a temperature where it's palatable, you know, rather than, oh crap, you know, now the cream sauce is all curdled and you're sitting there trying to dig through it and, you know, it looks all clumpy or whatever. Um i don't do that i, I t- quickly take my photo and i leave it i put my phone down or whatever yeah um <laughs> there is a restaurant in harlem or that recently opened up in harlem uh californian chef his name is chef russell jackson uh he was on if i recall correctly he was on iron chef he was on food network star and uh he's a co-host of um This is on the Food Network. He's a co-host of Bravo's Going Off the Menu. Uh, He opened up a restaurant by the name of Reverence. Uh, It's his very first restaurant in New York. And he's very specific about what uh, you can or cannot do in the restaurant. Specifically, he's banned all technology. So there's no cameras, no phones. It's just the food now of course that does go kind of like with uh, my like slogan my tagline that it really is all about the food but um he's serious he this is like no joke for him he allows yeah he really wants to allow guests to be truly present for the experience and you know he talks about yeah how he was a sky yeah you know, he's a skydiver he does it very often um He could definitely explain it to you, show you the videos, you know, show you pictures and everything. But, and I admit, I I totally understand that. I could show you pictures of the food, I could describe it to you, but there's something about truly experiencing that moment or, you know, cutting, let's just say, a filet mignon with a knife. And I'm just using filet mignon. The layman young uh, as an example that's not to say that it is what i'm always having or anything because hello oh, i use a knife and fork to cut asparagus or other things you know so yeah uh, you know brussels sprouts or whatnot but that's just me anyway i'm just saying that the whole purpose behind that is like him he could describe all of that stuff to you i could describe all of that stuff to you and you would still not get the true full experience unless you're actually sitting there or jumping out of a plane to feel the rush, to taste uh, a particular flavor go across your palate, to feel the rush of the wind going past you, you know, as you're plummeting down to, to the earth. But you know, in a restaurant, you know, the aroma, uh, feeling or watching the steam as it rises from off of. A nice bed of asparagus um, herb encrusted um, salmon yeah there's just nothing like it to be there and experiencing it itself chef Russell Jackson he is a Los Angeles born chef and he so he's bringing those he's bringing principles of the West Coast to the East Coast um, West Coast more farm to table cuisine um And still having that of a supper club in New York. You know, he's trying to bring his culinary, California culinary history along with him, along with all the type of diverse cultures um, that the state has to the restaurant. So he's going to have stuff like black pea heirloom rice, uh, quail egg empanadas, which that sounds amazing. Y'all, I'm just saying um, escargot with fermented um, uni, uh, uni chili. Um, crema uh, and um, almond honey cake uh, with a coffee syrup. That last part right there, all of that, yeah, that that's a lot. Um, I'd have to be there to experience it. But anyway, um, he has done a lot. He's done a lot of different types of cuisines in his career, um, it, but it's always been quality driven. It's always been creative. The types that he's done is French, Italian, Japanese, Korean, Hispanic, all these different flavors and techniques. He mentions that um, he it, it's what he's grew up on and what he's loved to have, uh, love to have. And he wants to share it with with others as well. So uh, you have to understand that where he can do this, you know, and be so, um, I guess, very strict with technology his seating for the restaurant it's counter only it's only 18 seats 18 seats uh and that's just that's how what he wants or how he wants it um he's going to be it's going to be a set of five courses you know it serves a set of five courses um, the diners do have an opportunity to select their meal so most likely a protein, uh, more California-inspired, like seafood or poultry. Um, they'll have non-protein, which would be um, vegan or vegetable um, centric, uh, and then or dairy. Uh, and then you know it's you know they have to make reservations. It's very I don't know. It's very I guess exclusive, uh, but I don't know. I'm not saying that it's not gonna be a good concept. I just I'm you know to totally ban someone, have no technology, you know, somebody's gonna be having a phone and they're gonna slip it up and click, click <laughs> and take a picture and guess where I am at. I'm at reference. I just uh, snug a photo. <laughs> this is a place where folks can't have any type of phones or anything like that. I did. I took a photo. Why are you mad, bro? <laughs> I know. I'm such a clown. I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't. I can't. I can't. Anyway, but yeah. I just thought that that was really interesting. And, you know, I can't be mad at him. It's his own space. He's creating uh, an an experience. He wants others to have the opportunity to uh, experience it, rather than being so taken up with technology or social media. Sit and experience your food. Have fun. Um, it is all about the food. I mean, when you think about it, when you're putting, uh, you know, your fork to whatever item it is on the plate, and then you're lifting it and putting it in your mouth. Um, It should bring, it should be a reminder or a story that, uh, you know, that food takes you back to, or even, not even so much like a a, a reminder from your childhood or from your past, but just think about, oh my goodness, this is taking me to a place of, I'm in paradise. I am enjoying myself on a beach. I could see myself on an island. I hear the rustle of trees. Uh, I'm hearing the roar of Uh, you know, the ocean, how the waves are actually lapping against uh, the shoreline or against the beach. And I'm sitting here with maybe the person, my partner, the person I love, the person I'm married to. And we are just enjoying this wonderful time because we're together. We're experiencing something together. There's nothing wrong definitely with eating alone because, hello, I, I, I don't mind doing that. Um, but, you know, it, again, creating a storyline or creating just a story in general from the food that you're having, that's my perspective. That's what I enjoy. And I hope that's what you enjoy as well. So, again, as I've always said, really, when I talk about food and how it, I don't wanna to sound too uh odd, but it sometimes it really does excite me because I'm thinking of where where I could be, where I might be, something to that nature. Without it, I you know, I don't know. I just feel like, okay, I've just had another humdrum meal or whatever but When it's good and I'm enjoying it, I'm enjoy. I'm really focusing on the food rather than, oh, I have to take this picture for, to put it up on Instagram right now or whatever. I, I, I'm personally don't do that, which I have to admit, and I really will be better about it and get back into it. Um, I, I have to start posting more. I'm skipping around a little bit on topics or whatever. Uh, I am moving on, but I just have to mention that. So Again, social media is important to me. Um, I have a lot of photos that I have not posted on uh, my social media that I really do need to share because there are wonderful places and opportunities that I've had to have really great food. And I just really want to share it with you just so that, you know, you could say, yeah. All right. So the last portion of the show is. Is really gonna be concentrating on food hall y'all know how I feel about food halls you know I feel very strongly and it's excitable so it's kind of bad news but really good news uh, if you're familiar with Rosedale Center Rose I love you know I love Roseville I, I live near it so of to a certain degree um, and it used to have you know of course before this major redesign and restructuring and everything, they had a food court that went away, and they created somewhat of a food hall, sort of, sort of. And I'm gonna tell you that, um, even though I talked about it back then, it was called Revolution <laughs> Food Hall. You know, I went there and. I tell you, it just seemed like it was so foo-foo. I'm being honest with by saying that because, and I told you when I even mentioned it beforehand and said, hey, there's going to be a new place that's coming up that's going to be opening in Rosedale, blah, blah, blah. And I told you all the different places that are going to be there, what they're going to be offering. And then when you get there, you're kind of like, oh, gosh, seriously? Um a salad is $15 a piece of cake you know okay they made it sound so wonderful cake had like three different layers or something like that one was a cheesecake one was a pie one was actual cake and I'm like uh, no I'm sorry to say that you know, that they, it shuttered basically, or that portion of the mall, um, that food hall is no longer, no longer there. I think it was open for maybe about, I don't know, eight months, probably, possibly, maybe. (laughs) And then, yeah, I think people lost interest and it was very lackluster and you're like, okay, are you serious? I don't think I could really do this. Um I, At one point, they were only accepting cash, Uh I think. Or was it just... No, I think it was just debit cards or something. I guess. Anyway, they weren't accepting cash. And so it was debit cards, which was very odd. I'm like, cash is the money and uh, of the day. So it's very interesting that no one would except cash and it had to all be card or you know your debit card anyway moving past that now there is a new food hall that's going to be opening and it's called it's going to be called potluck and this is going to be so interesting because these are all local businesses before it you know in revolution it didn't seem that it was that way i don't know it just seemed very um just i think someone described it previously uh, you know in another article that i was reading in association um, with why clothes it seemed very corporate and unfortunately sometimes corporate they just want to be in a specific place and then they kind of forget about that business and they just care about is it making money not it they don't really care about what type of atmosphere it has the question of the day is just is it making money is it pulling a profit or whatever well these ones in potluck totally different so we'll just i'll mention that in just a second but i'm really excited about it really excited yes you should be too because there there's some really interesting ones that are on there you know one of my favorite chefs um he's I, I, could, I guess I consider him a friend, I suppose um, Or I'm a, a very strong acquaintance I'll say, I don't want to just make assumptions But Chef Justin Sutherland is one of the chefs that's involved With being in this food hall, which was very surprising to me And uh, our television and radio personality is also going to be there at, uh, You know, have a business there as well Yeah, I- I'm excited you should be, too. Yes. Smack Shack is coming. Smack Shack. <laughs> I know I'm kind of goofy right now, but I'm really excited about Smack Shack. Smack Shack. Smack Shack. I'm telling you, I'm really excited about, um yeah, Smack Shack. Okay, so I know I said I'm excited about Smack Shack, but I got to talk about this other place so, you know, it's not, Smack Shack is going to be there, Burger Dive, um, la, 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 la. Uh, specifically um, Justin Sutherland. He's going to be featured, or he's been featured, I should say, as Iron Chef America, um, one Iron Chef America. Uh, and uh, he was a contestant, a very strong contestant on um, Top Chef, uh, but he's going to be debuting O'Bashan um, um, Noodles uh, and Chicken along with a hummus bar called chickpea there's going to be a a new concept um from media personality jason matheson uh as well as uh, pastry chef uh adrian odom that's going to be called betty and earl's biscuit company these biscuits um jason uh, matheson talks about how his i think he calls his uh papa i think or um anyway Family members of his, very dear to uh, to his heart, and they had will have a recipe that they clearly it, it's passed down from I would say generation to generation, and they make it. He talks about it um, very often on his show, and just in passing, um, both on his television show and on his radio show. But um, it's it's going to be now a, a biscuit company they're in rosedale of all places how interesting is that i I swear i'm gonna be so excited when this place fully opens um yeah gosh can i go back and say smack shack smack shack Uh, never mind i won't do that um (laughs) um there's gonna be a place called uh, Burger Dive. I think I mean, maybe I mentioned that. Uh, Nordic Waffles. Nordic Waffles, I think you probably, if you've been to the State Fair, you probably have had Nordic Waffles before. You probably just didn't know it or maybe just don't remember. Anyway, they're going to be there. And then Grand Old Creamery. Ice cream. You can never go wrong with ice cream. And again, notice how I said that for the other places that were at Revolution were kind of like all like corporate type or like corporations that were just like, we have a business. We want to place it here in this food hall or whatever. These are all local individuals or local businesses. So they they come with that, you know, purchase or buy local. You know, they are offering local food options. You know, again, from biscuits to ramen, lobster rolls, pizza, ice cream, all the things of Americana. Uh, that people really, really enjoy. And yeah, there's going to be, that's going to be opening, I believe they said in November, sometime in November for sure. So just watch out for it, but it's going to be opening really, really soon. It's not going to be very long, but again, um, it's going to be at the Rosedale Center and it is going to be a Minnesota food hall called Potluck. So if you have not, Maybe consider going into a food hall or something like that. Hey, take the time to do that now because it's going to be at Rosedale. And, uh, yeah, you'll have an opportunity to taste some lobster rolls. Uh, smack Shack. <laughs> and I'm excited to taste that uh, on The hummus bar uh, from the chef um, Justin um, at Chickpea. I, you know, I have a, I don't know, what, what do you call it? Uh, I like hummus. But I just, I don't know. I like hummus in certain ways. Uh, And believe me, I'm not trying to pick apart in hummus or anything of that nature. I just figured that uh, I'm really interested in finding out how they're going to do it and how it's going to work out. So anyway, oh my goodness, the time has totally flew by. It has totally flew by. But I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. As you know, we're coming to the end of the show. I, I don't want to say goodbye. I know. But, you know, sometimes, it you know, some things need to end right where they need to end. And right now is the time for it to end. <laughs> because, you know, we're kind of close nearing to that hour time period. And, you know, my show is an hour. Uh, remember that you could always catch my show every Saturday at 10 a.m., uh, you could always be on... Let's just say that you haven't had an opportunity to listen uh, You know, on the radio. You could always go to the TuneIn app and stream the show live well, well, while it's going on, I should say. Um, as you know, lately our shows have been recorded. But still, it'll give you an opportunity to really hear the show uh, as it's being aired, if you would. Probably I'll start saying that. You'll hear the show as it's being aired. So just go to tunein.com or www.tunein.com and then search for WEQY. Or if you have the TuneIn app, you could, or if you need to download it on your mobile device, then just simply go to, uh, you know, again, TuneIn and search for WEQY. And remember, Saturdays at 10 a.m., that's when my show airs. Don't miss it. If you do miss it, remember, you can always go to my website. I do record my shows as well, so this will give you an opportunity to play back what you missed. Uh, or if you want to hear past shows, make sure you're uh, visiting the website um because, as you know, you'll be able to hear past shows, uh, see food <laughs> pictures of food that I've taken. And then of course, you know, if you want to read a few articles that I've written for a community newspaper, which I really want to get back into. So maybe then I'll start up again. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, yeah, that's where you go. Please make sure that uh, you follow me on social media. So Facebook is the UnBougie Foodie. Instagram is the underscore UnBougie Foodie. Twitter is UnBougie Foodie. And let's just say you want to maybe send me a note or maybe have a question or have a comment. Feel free to send an email. And that's just at theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com. I will make sure to answer your questions maybe on air Uh, Or if you'd like, you know, I can do it privately because maybe some people don't want to have their stuff aired out online. I mean, it's not. Hello. We're talking about food. It's not like your personal business unless it's a personal recipe that you don't want me to share or something like that. Then you can tell me don't share it. (laughs) Anyway, thank you all so much for tuning in. You know, I really enjoy doing this. It is a passion of mine and I hope that um, you continue to uh, support uh, as you have uh, again look for me for next week I will be here at 10am right on 104.7 FM WEQY the voice of the east side now as I end every show I want to encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of food it would be because really it is all about the food now taste it sit down with the unbougie food